strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, beloved cornerstone of the community, Yamcha passed away at the age of 34. Will his loved ones remember him? Find out this next time on Fallen Out Super. It's gonna be a strong open. Let the boys get at it. Nice Let strong open for a show. Cut uh. it all together. Jeremy, what's going on? What is going on? What's uh? Well, you're being. Are you okay? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to do the signature intro we always do? Yeah, I guess so. Hello, everybody, <laughs> and welcome back to Balling Out <laughs> Super. Super Duper Business uh, as Usual Edition. <laughs> I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and nothing is wrong. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. Nothing to see here. And Alex Patak. Cut my life into pieces. Everything's fine. <laughs> cut my life into pizzas. Am I right, ladies? Yep, cut my life into freaking pizzas. Pizzas, <laughs> triangle shapes, only triangle shapes. Yep, yep, grab a slice, because everything is uh, birthday party time. Cut grab a slice, it's COVID. Cut my oh. life into pizzas. This is my last brioche. Pepperoni. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Brioche pizza. Wait, hold on. I'm getting an emerging talent coming through my headphones. I don't know. If... Are you hearing that? Hang on. I'm getting a message from JFL. The local astronomer's office has told me a star is born. Are you guys seeing this? I'm on Spotify's top artist to suicide watch. <laughs> hey, nothing to see here. Everything's Everything's fine. fine. <laughs> losing my bread, losing my wine. Wish somebody would tell me happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Alex. It was, it was just Alex's birthday last week. week. How oh, was wait, your- wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, I have a new hot angle for our two episodes today, <laughs> and it is uh, most important holiday of the Catholic podcast, Ballin' Out Super, Passover. motherfucking Easter edition. <laughs> oh, he has risen. risen. He has risen. Praise his name. Man, y'all. <laughs> you thought he was gone, and now he's back. We're talking about him, the son of the lamb. The guy, he's all shredded up from the belly up. He's got those boulder shoulders, and he's moving through the boulders that they put him in in the tomb. That's right. We're talking about J-Dog. Jesus Christ, y'all. <laughs> what do you guys do for Easter? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what did I do? Nothing. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I was and playing- he rested on the 7th. <laughs> My, uh, I was staying with my partner, who uh, his family is as uh, hilariously Italian as my mom's side of the family. So his mother literally left us a, a Anapasta plate like on the stoop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't touch your Anapasta plate. It's sterile. <laughs> they say COVID can't be consumed by food. So I tell you what, I ate all those meats and cheeses. I eat... <laughs> <laughs> yep, COVID can't touch pasta, y'all. Yeah, it can't it's do it. It's not Especially what anapasta is. It's too strong. Okay, babe. What, what is anapasta? Oh, my God, you white motherfucker. It's appetizers. It's oh. meats and cheese. Oh, antipasti. 
Yes. Well, it's, Did you just it's, call me white for not knowing an Italian food? You waspy motherfucker. You're I white, Alex. Like you're, you're white. Like, you're like you're like big headed Irish brother. You little honky. Yeah. You little yeah. fucking oh, honky. You don't even know about any pasta. <laughs> I just don't know what it is. Alex, <laughs> under fascism, Jews are welcomed back into the fold. So you need to just back off. You little okay. honky never even had a marinated artichoke. Yeah, <laughs> You only had a fresh R to choke you. (laughs) I don't even know what it is, dude. You guys cannot be mean to me in the time of pandemic. I'm being mean to Alex. (laughs) This is what reverse racism is, and this is what some of my idols on. (laughs) Anyway, it's not just meats and cheeses because it's just uh, it's just. Uh, it's appetizers. It's uh, anything that comes at the front is antipasti. Well, it's oh, like, see, the thing is, and you guys are going to hate this, but I just didn't recognize KRL's inauthentic pronunciation of antipasti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually very Sicilian now oh, because it's Easter. He comes so. from the rock. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what a fun time to be alive, you guys. Yeah. Um, yes. Did you guys oh. hear that clip of the Joe Biden official podcast where they talk about how much they love Herbert Walker, George Bush? <laughs> oh, I no. saw the one where he talks about how much he loves Fig Newtons. No, there's Speaking a clip of honky that shit. got passed around yeah. today that literally is Joe Biden talking to some author, I forget who, and they're just like, now I know you respect that man george bush very much he's like yes i do and i'm just like what the fuck is this that like campaign ah sorry it's just you guys are which one is he talking about uh herbert walker or regular walker i think george he was talking about george fucking bush you know they're both george but it's george George w bush 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 also stand for walker yes Wow, so they have the exact yeah, same name. They have the name. same name. It's Herbert Walker and Walker. Minus an H? Well, now yes. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But either way, I'm very curious. Not great. I mean, they both suck dick <laughs> and they both should die. And one of them is dead, I guess. So, whatever. Back to the more important thing at hand Fig Newtons are not a cookie. No. no. They're not anything. They're, they're like, not a snack. They're more akin to they're like not a, a meal. pastry, but like a not a great one. They're, they're like, a punishment um, for when you run out of Oreos. They're like uh, when you get a um, sometimes you get a, when you when you make a fruit paste, uh, you'll coat it in flour so that it's easily handleable, right? So you don't get sticky shit all over your fingers when you're working with it. It's like that, but they just went a little further, and that's what a fig Newton is. Yeah, they took it too far. Yeah, they just put too was much this flour. Just one of those was this fact in a Titanic book? Is that how you, <laughs> I don't know. I had to move the figs off of the off of the broiler room and yeah. up to the top floor to give away to the children on the life raft. Yeah, so they coated it in flour. No, it's like Turkish Delight. You ever have Turkish Delight? I actually have. Yeah. I actually like Turkish Delight. It's a beautiful Delight. story. Yeah, it's great, but, but they I coat get... it in that powder so it doesn't get sticky shit on your fingers. Uh, Hold up, fellas. Is anyone else hearing a weird high-pitched noise in their headphones? Negative. Nope, not I. Okay. So... I am hearing some... Delightful sizzling of dinner, and that's just the content brewing up. <laughs> Katie's having yeah, it right I now. I think in the my headphones. headphones are just like very shitty and broken, so don't worry about it. I just oh okay. Mm. Katie, what do you think of fake Newtons? Uh, they suck. Yeah, especially now that Joe Biden has come out in favor of them. Honestly, really I was kind of neutral before, but now I've turned to be a staunch <laughs> enemy of the Fig Newton, <laughs> wherever it goes. I don't think it's irrational bitterness. I think it's something about the, the pastry. <laughs> I'm doing fucking fine. I'm playing eight hours of video games every day like a normal person. Yeah. What are you oh, playing God. now? I'm playing Smite. What's that? Look. Okay, so Smite is a multiplayer online battle arena similar to League of Legends or Defense of the Ancients series that Mm. I have played at length before. And I know a lot of our listeners are listening and they're nodding. They're very familiar with this kind of topic matter. But here's why this one's a game changer. Because not only is it free, but you can play it on the Nintendo Switch in the damn bed. So there is no reason to live anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can just stay right where you woke up and just... (laughs) past six hours because <laughs> every game it's probably 40 minutes long so don't worry about it 
Uh, here's the day a, is over before it started. Here's a Switch question for you guys, for both of you. Oh, Switch Corner. Okay. Yeah, are we playing Switch when we're shitting? Yes. No, because I'd be afraid I'd drop it in the toilet. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. I've been sneakily taking it to the bathroom with me because I'm yeah. working during the day and I don't want my wife to know that I'm shitting and playing Switch at the same time. <laughs> No, once once the old once the old maid finds out, then you're in trouble. <laughs> you have to have a whole conversation just, like there's poop all over it now. There's well, poop I don't even all think it, it's it not a conversation it thing as much as it's a it's embarrassing. <laughs> no, I don't care. Like if I had a switch light, I would bring it in the toilet because then yes. I wouldn't it, I would still have my system intact if I dropped it in the toilet. My biggest is concern is dropping <laughs> my items in the toilet. Why would it go in the toilet, Katie? Because it I should just stay in your hand or on the sink. Alex, you have met me, correct? Okay? <laughs> I have dropped so many things in the toilet that should not be there. I once dropped a phone in the toilet and I was not in the bathroom. I tripped and it fell out of my hand through the door into a toilet. <laughs> Interesting. You have a toilet-based curse, you're saying. Yes, I have toilet curse. Uh, my, my, it was my nature to be drawn to the toilet. Yeah, hmm. so I just like... I just don't trust my valuables. <laughs> All birds may leave the roost, the toilet, but they will return home. So, like, under the theory that farts are the ghosts of poops. Uh-huh. Yes. Ghosts, Easter edition, it's Catholic podcast. Catholic podcast. Uh, so, under that theory, which I think we can all agree with, um, so then, Katie, your, your toilet-based uh, curse, perhaps, came to you when you stumbled upon a Victorian-era fart. Katie, um, your response. Katie, <laughs> I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying to follow the train of logic. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you, you, <laughs> okay. you were like, uh, you were at like a wait, 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 wait. wait. Your answer, wait. <laughs> you were at a historic house in Long Island. Okay, it was like old Victorian houses, <laughs> yeah, and you were like walking you, around and you okay. smelled a fart, and you were like, "What the fuck is that?" And yeah, little did you know that it, it was, was actually it was a ghost fart. It was like an old timey fart from the Victorian fart era. From the Victorian era. Now okay, you have a toilet so curse. Like, when I go call up that haunting lady, I explain I'm being yes. haunted by a Victorian era fart. Yes, yeah, so you call the Long Island medium. Um, okay. Wait, uh, can I ask one clarifying question for yes, you? Answer? Yes, you may. Is a ghost <laughs> is a ghost fart the fart a ghost had, or a the, when a ghost comes out of you through a fart, maybe as you die? Uh, no, neither. Uh, what it is is it's the ghost of the poop. So, oh, it's the ghost of a poop. Yes, the fart is the ghost of a poop, and so it, also, it has all the personalities of a poop. <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest Describe with you, it, it's a spicy ghost. <laughs> if I were to be haunted by any specific poo, I think <laughs> it's the the '70s no AC, uh, sweaty subway baby poo. Okay, you mm-hmm. ever get on? A subway car in the summer, and there's no AC, and it just (laughs) smells like poop. Yeah, uh but you don't see the poop with your eyes. Uh, You want to get off, but this is the one car protected by the guardians' angels. That's because a baby shat itself to death on the train (laughs) in the seventies. Oh my god. That's the poop poop diaper ghost. And I fully believe that I pissed off that diaper ghost because I uh, was obnoxious on the train as a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to our recurring segment, New York Ghosts. (laughs) Yo, I'm just saying that if any ghost wants to poop, if any poop ghost wants to fuck me up, it's that one. I think Derek Jeter's shit is haunting my bathroom. Because I don't give up my seat to pregnant people. Does anyone ever get ghosts that don't speak English? Yeah, I feel like well, I never hear they about speak that. Speak anything? Do they? They're ghosts. They have an yeah, ethereal. Yeah, but you have like a you have a theory about who it is and where it's from and whatever. It's like it's a Victorian era woman or like it's a Civil War general. But I never hear anybody like because I was thinking of New York ghosts. Like most of them would be like dead Polish women from like the 1910s. Well, I think uh-huh. a lot of them don't speak. You just see them. Like, right, you hear a lot right, about right. the ghost in like the tenement museum. I'm yeah. glad you brought this up actually yeah. because it has always been my interpretation that a ghost does not speak a language so much as there is a psychic projection brought out by the ghost that your mind interprets. Mm-hmm. And you and just so hear language it as, is actually 
yeah, it's, it's woo, but then you're like, I think it wants its old photograph or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, an old boo gave me a ghost meter, and uh, before all the shit hit the fan, I was going to try and get Andrew Durso to go ghost hunting with me in a graveyard, and I was going to record it just because I think it would be funny to scare him. So oh, dude, that-, that guy would be so scared of ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Without even looking into it, that motherfucker <laughs> screams scared of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the whole concept right there. I just go, "What's that?" And he goes, and he screams. Oh, what? What is? Oh, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Oh, don't do that. Oh, <laughs> why'd you bring me to a graveyard? <laughs> oh, yeah. come on. Yeah, we're watching a movie. Yep, that's the <laughs> entire plot of what I was trying right. to. <laughs> that's anyway. what happens when you leave the church you start to fear the natural phenomenon yeah you're really Pamela trying to bring us back to easter aren't you great i gift. always am every week <laughs> every week i am did you have any easter things you wanted to talk about um not really <laughs> i did notice like a weird pattern um because my family most of my family is not very religious. So there is Easter, but it's like a secularized Easter where the main tradition is you've hidden a chocolate bunny somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then oh, the so family like has little, to go find a bunny. You do like a little Afikoman thing. Yeah, I mean, like a full hunt isn't produced because the political will is just not there. <laughs> but look, you're going to get a bunny made of chocolate. And that's probably like, a pound of chocolate. Right. I love It's entirely Easter more chocolate than you need. Chocolate. Easter yeah. chocolate is the best of all the Christian candies. You got the Robin's eggs. You got the Cadbury eggs. Right. You got the strawberry cream eggs. I love all that shit. Wow. So many different varieties of jelly beans. I've yeah. been on the record that they should baptize more regular candy bars <laughs> just to <laughs> increase the variety available on Easter. But... Um, <laughs> I always have far too much chocolate, and I always think that maybe this is more of a burden than a gift. Maybe I don't want to eat an entire rabbit of chocolate because it's April. Hey, you know, the chocolate rabbits are kind of bullshit, but yeah, it's all about those, like, Russell Stouffer eggs filled with marshmallows and shit. Hmm. Send those my way, I'm bitch. having so much fun now thinking about... Stop yelling at me! No! In the in the in the Willy Wonka in the Wonka factory, that like so a lot of times in like the old days, uh, like a factory would have like a chapel in it, so you could go and pray during work and whatever. And so, oh right, I remember that. And so, what if like the Willy Wonka factory, like they're like baptizing kids in chocolate, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, they baptize them in chocolate. Come out, they're all gross. Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations, you have Michael. <laughs> he's just covered cutting, in like sticky, gross, center. dry chocolate. <laughs> and then a little bit of the mythology there is now your child has candy inside. You can't ever check, but you just got to believe. That's what faith is about. Yeah, you're gonna need a uh, you're gonna need a large Don't be a doubting Thomas. You're gonna need a large factory. Saiyan to punch their arm off if you ever want to know that <laughs> answer. So true. <laughs> That's the only way to find out. What if they cut TN's arm off with a stern punch and you're like, oh, he's full of nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so wait, hungry. Wait, wait, wait. The There's time. a stripe of caramel. <laughs> <laughs> you're just making me hungry. <laughs> yeah. For man arm, I guess. <laughs> Ooh. What's inside a Charleston chew? Is it nougat? What is it? It's not there's nothing inside it. A Charleston chew? Yeah, so Charleston Chew is a, it's like a whole, it's one big thing, right? No, it's two things. There's an I interior and an a exterior. A chewy toffee. Ugh. I haven't had a Charleston <laughs> Chew in a million years. Yeah, because they suck ass. Do they? I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> just, I think that they're good, but they just wage war on your teeth in a way that is <laughs> yeah. unacceptable past a certain age. Yeah, if you ate a Charleston Chew, Jeremy, I guarantee one of your teeth is getting the fuck out. Like, yeah. For sure. Our British and Irish listeners know <laughs> that they are no friend <laughs> to the Charleston Chew and anything it represents. Oh, Katie, I wanted to ask you about this. Have you watched the Big Show show yet? I have not watched the Big Show show yet, but for those not in the know, uh, the big I no. would say beloved, but known wrestler, <laughs> the Big Show 
has now has like a Disney Channel style sitcom on Netflix yes. called uh, The Big Show question? Show. But looks for he, his size. He is right, a, he's like a giant. He's, right? he's so a big. family man and his best friend is played by one Stefan Urkel. Oh, is and he? I didn't get that far into the episode. I turned I it just, off. <laughs> I have watched an advert for the show mm-hmm. during the silent WrestleMania this year. And I was <laughs> floored at the the premise that it exists. Alex, you have the floor. I, I was really hoping that this would be like part of the underground right wing media stations new like network. Oh, the censored you know, like the new TV. One. Yeah. Gavin McGinnis is on and he's like <laughs> we have the big show and his best friend Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> they talk about how stuff is different than it used to be. <laughs> it's like a it's a three camera laugh track sitcom that's also just about how like families aren't right anymore. Families <laughs> <laughs> are whatever happened to whatever happened to the community, huh? I guess we'll need a lot of strength to take back. <laughs> anyway, here's what my we friend. Want. This is my friend Milo. <laughs> And now the big show's gonna break a table, and that's the episode. He throws Milo through a table every episode, and Milo gets up. He's like, "Excuse me." It's just extra funny to me because, like, back in the day, uh, during like the, you know, when the the wars were going on between uh, WWE and fucking WCW, um, yeah, um, and the war, Obama. Uh, there was a plot line that was like, the big show is broke. And I'm wondering <laughs> if this is just like some meta continuation of it. It's like, the big no, show is broke. No, he's doing fine. Right. That wasn't a plot line. That was a warning. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's doing just They're fine just in this. trying to let people know. The biggest, uh, the big rub of the first episode is that uh, his his daughter from a previous marriage is like moving in with him. And they don't have an extra bedroom for her, so they only have two bedrooms for their current two daughters. So they're question, doing fine. Question: Are these giant daughters? No, regular sized no, daughters. They're just like regu- regular sized wife, giant Boo. man. Wow, the big show. Give me very the giant daughters. <laughs> He's as big, at least, as Broly. He's huge. He's so Absolutely. large, but with. No charisma whatsoever. Yeah, he's a no, terrible not like actor. Broly. <laughs> not like Broly. Once in a lifetime <laughs> the talent. The natural charisma Broly brings to the screen. The Barack Obama of Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Saying things like Kakarot and Kakarot. <laughs> Let me be clear. Kakarot. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be clear. <laughs> There's a rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but the Big Show show is uh, predictably really bad. Uh, it's yeah, it doesn't even look fun bad. That's why no. I haven't watched it. Because it's just a premise. It's like it's a very funny premise, and then you watch it, and you're like, oh, you guys didn't get any further than the premise. Yeah, every extracurricular thing that WWE has ever produced that isn't straight-up wrestling is dog shit. Yes. So, uh, well, I know. haven't watched it. I only watch two kinds of shows. I watch fun bad, and I watch sin bad. Bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> Want to see Sinbad more stuff? Yeah. Um, Follow up question about the Big Show show: Does he do any wrestling in it, or yes. what? Uh huh. He is the wrestler, of the Big Show in the show. He's not like it's not like a you know like Newhart where he's <laughs> like famed this comedian is who now is Stapleton, <laughs> an average factory worker. It just happens to be gigantic. No, he is the Big Show. He works at the UPS store. His daughter like has uh, uh, <laughs> like posters of the Big Show up in her room, which is really weird. <laughs> Oh no, um, that's fraught with sexual energy. It's a strange, strange show. Uh, but yeah, he is he is retired wrestler. The Big Show on the show. Paging Doctor Freud. There's a, there's a big cop show's at daughter's the airport. Room. He's like at the airport picking up his his daughter from the previous marriage, and there's a cop there, and the cops like, "Are you that wrestler John Cena?" And he's like, "Do I look like I have a spray tan? Let me pick Woo! you up." <laughs> Got him. And he picks him up. <laughs> And he says, like, I'll do anything for the police as he, like, cradles him like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird show. <laughs> Does he end every interaction with let me pick you up? <laughs> like, if you're that guy, you must be aware, like, that's your appeal. <laughs> they yes. gotta... Any picture you ever take with anybody, you have to be picking them up for sure. Sure, it's okay when the big show does it, but when I go around offering to pick everybody up... <laughs> Everyone unsubscribed from the podcast all of a sudden. 
<laughs> Medium.com sending me an article about it. Medium. <laughs> the lying medium. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else? Birthday. I had a birthday. Yeah, you had a Zoom yeah, birthday. How was your... We Zoom chatted Alex for his birthday and watched Jackass the movie. And after 45 minutes, he's like, all right, I got to go talk to my real friends. <laughs> you little monster. You, know, you little I've cruel monster. Both, <laughs> I've gotten both ends of this where I told you guys I have to go talk to my like hometown friends. And I get on the phone with them and I was like, sorry, I was talking to my podcast friends. And they're like. What, we're not funny enough to be in your podcast <laughs> friend group? You're not. I should just put all of you fuckers in a 40-person Zoom chat that's yeah. really uncomfortable for everyone. Hey, Alex is back home, <laughs> we'll friends, if you're leave. listening. If you're listening, you're not funny enough. You yeah, are not you funny just, enough for that fucking aren't. Zoom chat. I'm sorry. You're just not. <laughs> Look, not anybody, can be, no. anyone can be funny at the at the restaurant, okay? Like when you're out for dinner or whatever. Anybody can crack a joke, but to sustain it, to sustain it for two hours <laughs> a week, every week. <laughs> every week. You get into your big Charleston chew chunk and you just rip it to shreds. <laughs> I was funny, though, because I had maybe twice as many of them in that one, and there was no, like, fighting for riffs, so it was <laughs> a lot quieter. <laughs> we watched all three Jackass movies. Damn. I blacked out. Yeah. I have some stuff to say about that, but let's not do it on the recording. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but I was happy it was ah. your birthday, and I'm sad that we couldn't do it in person, because I haven't missed an Alex birthday party in a minute. Yeah, I was sad we weren't going to wrestle. Fun. Yeah, I mean, I could have wrestled Alyssa, I guess, but... It's not really it's, the same. It's frowned upon. <laughs> well, it's not the same as when you get that, you know, tactile, you know, uh, experience of doing it yourself. Yeah. You know? I will say, even though you guys did a great... You did a great job, uh, to all my birthday quarantine homies, not the same. Not as good. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just At some not. point, you close the computer and you're like, oh, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know the feeling. I was like, that was fun to see my friends. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, where, did, where did the rest of the jackass crew go? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, they're all dead? Oh, 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 for, no. oh of course they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's weird that not more of them are dead. Uh, Why I, does Bam treat his parents that way? <laughs> yeah, because he's a fucking sociopath. <laughs> uh I watched. They uh, made a new Digimon. They're re they're rebooting the original series. Oh yeah. And I watched the two first two episodes. They're up on Crunchyroll, and I hate to report that it is fucking good. Damn. It's so good. Like, and it had weirdly has EVA vibes. So Ooh. everyone press get F up. for good anime. Press F. <laughs> F's in the chat. Let's go. Is the uh. It is like the animation good and stuff? Uh, yes. Huh. It's the best out of any reboot animation. Because, you know, like Sailor Moon Crystal, man, what a fucking spit in my eye that yeah. was. And then Berserk. Super sucks. Yeah, Berserk, like, was like, took a shit directly on my soul. It, like, um, desecrated a grave almost in the way it was bad. Yeah, it's like the most beloved and, and intricate manga of all time. And they're like, what if we made it look like we couldn't afford a cutscene on PlayStation 2? Um, <laughs> right. If you were a doubting Thomas about the fact that they could bring back Berserk, you'd be right. Yeah. Your but, lord uh, would be gone. No. Yeah, now the I'm animation... a, I'm a doubting Gutsu. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> doubting Gutsu. <laughs> What would that even sense. look like? <laughs> what is that? I thought you were going to say, like, I'm Paul, formerly Saul, or something. No, I don't no, know. no like doubt it, but it's like a Doubting Thomas, but with a name from the show. Yeah, but as far, that's as, far as the bit sword. goes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the animation's actually really good, and I would say it almost, like I said, has like weirdly some Evangelion vibes. So. Um, I'm very into it, and I'm excited to watch the episodes as they arrive, like I'm 13 years old again, and trying not to make my mom go to Unitarian Church, so. Is it, it's the same show as the original show? Like, they reboot, like, yeah. it's Ty and Matt? It's, yeah, it's all the original characters, but they my friends. are kind of. TK? They're, they're. 
I don't know. Kari? Like, yeah, they're all there, but it's it's sped up a lot. Same so Digimon. I don't too. know. Joe, Same my Digimon. least favorite friend. Oh, I love Joe. Wait, so so it's sped Easy. up more. So they've already met their Digimon and whatever, right? They're already in the digital no, world. No, they're they're I they have, I think they're actually what they're trying to do is incorporate. Oh my god! So they're thirty three. Uh, and so, their hacking has been finally noticed by an <laughs> underground group led by Trinity, no. a mysterious figure. So, when they originally went to launch the Digimon series in Japan, they made a movie and then the series. And then in America, they just kind of like made it up as they went along mm-hmm. with the uh, dubs. But what I think they're doing is actually following the plot of the original like Digimon movie. The, the movie, like, you remember, did you see the movie in the theaters here when it came out? Yes, of course. It was two <laughs> different movies that they smashed together for American audiences. So the first half is, like... With the hottest soundtrack, by the way. Yes. Uh, uh, Bare Naked Ladies, they're there. Yes, Len. Len doing Kids um, in America. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Have You Ever Knocked on Wood? That yeah. song? Smash Mouth, they're there. Um, but... The plot is that uh, the, for the first half of the movie that Ty is in the computer by himself fighting a monster and then Matt's kind of there too and Izzy's guiding them. So that's kind of like what these first two episodes are so far. I don't know. I'm in it. It looks great. The KRL stamp of approval. Let's go. Oh, wait, but Let's I wanted to ask you um, the uh, stamp Agumon. <laughs> it has yeah. Agumon's voice. It's great, but it's the ja- you know it's Japanese. It's not the uh, American. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not that that weird ass little bear voice of his. Yeah, but in Japan, when he does pepper br- bl- breath, it's called uh, it's called baby fire. Okay. So he goes baby fire, which I love. Baby fire. Yeah, but it's Japanese <laughs> Agumon, so it's like ah, so it's baby yeah. fire. <laughs> um, but i love it i'm an adult woman sorry i wasn't harassing you guys for a second i was uh, scooping myself some dinner nice i'm so hungry but we are ready for the dragon ball z recap so let's go to that we did it we did it everybody we did it again every week we do it As we go on, <laughs> we take more remember. than a collapse of our norms for us to stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Dude, it's gonna be great. Why? It's gonna be like the, the From- civilization's gonna completely collapse, and we're all gonna be like living in trees, trying to avoid saber tooth tiger, and we're gonna be <laughs> sitting on a branch together, just like. Anyway, are we up to the part where we talk about uh, Frieza yet? We recap. We recap the tree. <laughs> Sabretooth Tiger just sitting at the base of the tree, just scratching at it. We're just like, yeah. So anyway, uh, so this episode is where Dodoria gets killed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Katie sounds like since her mouth had been fused together by the ominous one. <laughs> and the tiger like roars, and we're just like, yeah, he gets it. <laughs> My man gets it. Hey, get off the keyboard. Yeah, nice. I'm going to be honest, though. I was very afraid I'd be doing uh, Apocalypse open mics, and I think the Apocalypse podcast sounds a lot more comfortable. Hey, fellow listeners, it's uh, your old friend, Charles Scat, inventor of Scat. Man, I'm truly alive, and I say that because I scat all the time. Hey, support this Dragon Ball podcast for $5 a month to get an extra episode. Just thought I'd squeeze that in there. Now, 15 more seconds of scatting. The title of this episode is Sit Tight, Chatsu, Tien Screaming Tribeam. Wow, they're really just getting straight to it in this version, aren't they, fellas? Yeah. They are great episodes. The last few have been great. Yeah, this is a fantastic episode. I appreciate, too, that they decided to title it something other than Chatsu Dies. So does Tien. <laughs> I know. I love him so much. I hate it when Check he Check them dies. off your list if you're doing a bracket. Um, 
You know what, though? Watching this does make you feel better because everything's pretty grim outside, but at least we're not assailed by two Saiyans with big, burly arms and legs and weird little outfits that don't make any kind of sense. No, we're just being held at gunpoint to choose between two people with dementia. Uh, That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Anyway... uh, we open up Krill. Oh my god, I hear you eating, Alex. That's something else. Like I hear you. There's a raccoon in here. <laughs> uh, we open up. Krillin makes noises. That does it, he says. And a uh, Cyberman jumps up. If you guys remember uh, last week, Vegeta and Nappa planted some little gross Cybermen, which are these little, like, Brussels sprout-looking motherfuckers to do their bidding. Yes. Um, he jumps up. You know how, like, when you, like, you grow one of those sponge creatures you get at the store, they get bigger with a sponge and water? The little pills, <laughs> like the little dinosaur pills? Yeah, it looks like a little dinosaur, and you put it in a jar, and it becomes a big dinosaur? Yeah. It's like that, but... They killed children. Do you know it was heartbreaking as a kid? I don't know if you guys ever did this, but you get those little dinosaur pills and then you just split them open and you're like, oh, it's just a sponge that's stuck into a little pill. No, I there's no I, like I there's no reaction like happening. That. It's just there's nothing there's nothing interesting going on here. It's, I've just ruined my toy. <laughs> it's just exactly what you thought it was. It appears I am a little stinker yet again. <laughs> Uh, well, won't change my personality after this. Krillin <laughs> does a big old blast towards the Saiyans, and they're like, why is it moving so slowly? Um, and then it goes up in the air, and it does a bunch of shrapnels, and we're like, yeah, that's pretty neat, I guess. Everyone's Sneaky like, move, Krillin. Awesome shot, you bald bitch. Yeah. But uh, J- JK, a Cyberman... Well, he vaporized a few of the Cybermen. He got all so those. better than yeah. I was expecting. And then a Cyberman jumps at Gohan, and Piccolo grabs the Cyberman by his wrist and throws him in the sun, and the mouth beams him to death. And Tien is like, this guy is pretty cool. And I'm like, agreed. Mm. <laughs> this is quite possibly agreed. the last cool thing Krillin ever does. I was just about to say that. Does it, I don't remember if he does anything helpful on Namek, but um, everything after that is just like Krillin showing up and being like, I don't know why I came. <laughs> I don't know why I'm in this show. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> why am I bald? When did who made that decision? Who put the who I, put this music on? Can I change? Can I get the iPod? Can I change this? Can we go to McDonald's? Oh, now I'm not bald, and it's worse. <laughs> Does anybody want to get I really, McDonald's? I really like. Uh, it's like oh, David Spector. Yes, I I understood the joke. I wasn't gonna trust. <laughs> I was gonna explicitly call out. Krillin's like David Spector. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? I love the Piccolo mouth beam in this. It was yeah. like fucking visceral. Piccolo is very he cool. Inc- he incinerated that dude. This is such a good era for Piccolo. Yeah. yeah look into Piccolo. <laughs> yeah. Folks at home, if you aren't aware. Wow. What a talent. You, uh, if you, have you heard of Kami? So he's like Kami. Um, he's kind of like a new, He's like a dark twist on an old classic. Yeah, it's right? like when you go to Kami's page on Spotify and you click like similar artists, like Piccolo right. is going to be on there. Right. Well, this this band's a lot newer. I'm not sure if they're going to have like that same sound I'm looking for. And then you click on it, you're like, oh, a lot of the same, a lot of the same members. Wow, but better, <laughs> a lot better actually. They're it's very, actually the same being. They're, <laughs> they're stretchy members, in fact. <laughs> uh. Gohan's like, thanks for saving me, Mr. Piccolo. And he's like, I wasn't saving you. I was just being really cool. Uh, yeah. Nappa and Vegeta, it turns out, are totally fine. And he, they go, is that the best you can do, you poo-poo doo-doo butt? <laughs> you diaper nice, babies? Nice, nice, yeah. They took it like it was nothing. They all gasped. And Krillin's like, but I gave it my all. And it's like, yeah, Krillin, everyone knows you suck. Just <laughs> Sometimes just, that happens. <laughs> Nappa wants to fuck them up, but uh, Vegeta makes it very clear that he wants to save Piccolo uh, for himself because he needs info on those little dragon balls. He wants to torture Piccolo, yeah. he's saying. Yeah. Well, how do you think you torture Piccolo? Do you think it's in his antennae? Yeah, you whistle, yeah. remember? 
Oh, right. You can whistle. I bet Vegeta knows all about that, yeah. too. They do some, like, fucking he... hi-ho, hi-ho ass shit, and they're, like, just, like, whistling around. Yeah. Oh, stop it! <laughs> oh, I hate this musical! Oh! Oh, seven dwarfs, seven dragon balls. Oh! Oh, oh. What does it mean? <laughs> Follow the money! <laughs> Nappa lunges at Krillin because he's like, might as well take out this little punk first. And Piccolo shoots a beam at Nappa and he uh, misses. And Piccolo blows up an entire mountain. There's an, a lot of mountain blowing up in this episode, mm. but no rubble. I'm like, where are these mountains falling? Yeah, exactly. right. <laughs> Tough episode for mountains. <laughs> yeah, they're taking a big L on this one. <laughs> If you had mountains in your bracket, yeah. check those off. Apologies. Many mountains you, were lost. Hard luck. Hard luck. <laughs> they always find new mountains, though. They haven't moved anywhere. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying they're like in one spot and they keep blowing up mountains. Yeah. And it's like, where are these mountains? If a whole mountain fell down, that would be massively destructive. Yes. And yet right. they just seem to blow up and then disappear forever. <laughs> It doesn't seem to affect any of the other mountains either. The other mountains are just pristine until they explode. Yeah, because yeah, they're all I, independently supported. There's not a range necessarily. It's just like a... It, they're in a bowl of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> just surrounded by perfectly individual mountains. <laughs> this was actually a uh, wonder of the world before it became <laughs> the international fight zone due to some crazy mix-up. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of the DMZ is. <laughs> Napa starts- the MMZ, the Mountain Mountain Zone. <laughs> Napa starts to yell and do power kegels in which he glows and he goes, ooh, and like rocks fly up around him. And we're like, oh no, he's uh, he's getting juiced. And Tien's like, man, this power level's out of control. And Chatsu mentions that he tried to hypnotize him, but he just brushed it off. Yeah, and I'm that like, was a very funny line. <laughs> yeah. I can't do my close-up magic. <laughs> I tried to make I a coin disappear, but he, he didn't really seem like he was interested. I said, he was just not paying attention. <laughs> I said kumquat, and he didn't quit smoking. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them have all been learning like actual like tactical techniques, and he's just been like <laughs> trying to make an orange disappear for six months. <laughs> I'm trying to get really good at forcing the card I want in the deck when I shuffle it. I need I need a move that also attracts women. I'm very lonely. <laughs> oh my god! They There's... think they're better than me because I'm under five feet tall. But I'm a man. He... I'm a vascular man. Does he hypnotize people in in Dragon Ball? Yes, he does. Yes, yes. Okay, because I it just seemed like it was like really out of nowhere in this. <laughs> no, yeah, that's like a movie had in Dragon Ball. Uh, okay, he was like a dieting maven in the eighties. What? He could get you to eat less. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a big fan. Yeah, he had those tapes. Right. You'd get the tape, and it would just be tattoo being like, hello. <laughs> uh, we all know someone who used to do close-up magic. Who for used to? Cough, pick, cough. Pickup artist. <laughs> magic reading. Former pickup artist and close-up magician and current furry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Which, incidentally, <laughs> is the coolest thing about him currently. Anyway, uh, so Napa's like covered in electricity. The clouds surround him and lightning and thunder happen around him. And, uh, you know, Chatsu's lighting up blue. And Tien says, like, keep your eyes open, dude. Don't meditate right now. And he immediately gets knocked by a blast. Right. Good rule. (laughs) (laughs) Keep looking at the attacks, probably. (laughs) Don't, for whatever reason, try to, like, fucking... Put your head in the sand about it. All that time training, like no one was like, hey, keep your eyes open. Eyes open. (laughs) Eyes open for fighting. Yeah, in addition to this beam I'm teaching you, also remember, keep your eyes open. Right. You're going to need those. Be planted on the ground if that's an option. (laughs) Nappa rushes Tien and they, they go at it and Nappa straight up punches Tien's hand off. Wow. Best thing I've seen in a while. What a fucking... 
cuts it clean off. It's a clean cut. It's the cleanest cut you ever did see. Like even a sword wouldn't do this clean of a cut. No. It's not a chop. It is a like fist closed punch that for and some it, reason knocks like a ham slice out of Tian's yeah, arm. It's a like smooth cut that is immediately cauterized. Yeah. There's no blood or bone or anything. I'm like, wow, this is like a really useful skill on the battlefield. Yeah. You can save it's lives. An- <laughs> <laughs> Nappa's looking pretty cool this episode. Yeah, good episode. Even every time Nappa. he hurts you is with like a punch that doesn't look any different than the other punches, but your arm flies off, or <laughs> he does like a big starfish maneuver that hurts you. Or I think he's like so annoying, but I know. But these mo- this episode he was doing but really cool daddy. moves, and I know he won't be around much longer so he's daddy yeah i don't think he's not my daddy he could be your daddy but uh he's, a daddy. he's my daddy <laughs> okay he's somebody's dad everybody's somebody's daddy you know what yeah there's a daddy for everybody out there folks yeah and if you want to be a daddy you can be a daddy to somebody you could be a daddy you can be a, just open up your heart <laughs> hey email balling out super uh, yeah, ask your, your sex things and whatever I mean, right. originally it was Better phrasing anything, than that. <laughs> but it, it appears to be about sex things. Uh, we're reading them behind the paywall. Yeah. So if you That's want true. those answers. Yeah, you little freak. You want to hear you it? You want to hear freaky. it? You got to pay for it. You, yeah. you got to pay for it. That's part squee, of it. Squee, squee. <laughs> Lesson one of sex. Money's on the dresser. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Tian's uh, hand gets punched off and i actually really remember this as a kid because i started watching dragon ball z after he lost his arm so i just thought he always didn't have an arm uh-huh and that was just like his character <laughs> i remember thinking that <laughs> i think i've brought this up before that i have this very distinct memory and somebody somebody out there in listener land can probably confirm this but in the original funimation dub of this or maybe it's even the ocean dub there's a line where somebody's like when he's starting to charge up his big beam later in the episode and somebody's like tn you can't do that you lost one of your arm or like you gotta like bow out you lost one of your arms and he's like ah it'll grow back <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not like real all right gonna keep having violent children's television but it does suck that the person who does the most hand motions lost a hand right quick yeah yeah no jitsu for that bitch uh vegeta laughs and he's like how fragile and uh tien's pissed so he jumps up and napa like immediately kicks him into the ground krillin is having post-traumatic stress looking at his dead-ass friends, and he's like, I gotta I gotta do something. I'll protect you, Tien. And uh, Nappa just immediately does, like, drops a warhead on him. Right, he fucking takes him to the slam zone. Yeah. The explosion is huge, yeah. which once again... <laughs> What the, like it looked really cool. I genuinely was into it, but and there was a huge bottomless crater at the end of it. But it still should have like people should have been singed. There should yeah. have been like yeah. birds flying up, <laughs> or like later, Whichever. later in the fight, maybe like somebody falls down it or something. Yeah, whichever one of you is supposed to pick Krillin up from the slam zone, he's still there. He is, yeah. <laughs> Dude, gruesome fight in this. It's yeah. really intense. I forget how it's tough to watch. Like, wild <laughs> the violence is this <laughs> early in the show. I fucking love it. It's so good to see good fighting yeah. in the show. Yeah. And like I, a, I was just thinking that like this is the last time that I can remember. I'm sure they keep it up for like a little while, but later in Dragon Ball Z there are like no new moves. Like there'll be a new beam and they'll say the beam's name, but it's like a different colored beam. Right. Or they just like yeah, spirit charge bomb up is extra much. Like the, but the, the end of the cool new tricks. Yeah, he doesn't really have any more tricks after uh, that. He has a movie where he turns the spirit ball into a uh, like charge attack. Well, I mean, I guess like, he does. In this fight alone. Because he gets instant Krillin transmission the, later. Um, yeah, but that's like it, man. <laughs> and he doesn't. There's not like any like innovative. You know, yeah, new characters. No, no, get. nothing you can try out around the house, like a kick that's upside down somehow. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> we're looking for innovators and beams. I'm looking for a real be- like move rock star. Yeah, although I will say this early in the show, uh, nobody's turning anybody into candy. 
Nobody's been turned into candy. No not one person. That's a major. No you're gonna take. Yet. You're losing points for that. That counter stays at zero for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so while Nappa's showboating, uh, Vegeta's like, uh, "Look at your back," and Chatsu latches on to him. Like he's a, so small, he's like he's like a little he's like backpack, a quarter of Nappa's back. He's like a cute mini backpack, all of the nineties, and you know he's slamming him into a mountain trying to get him off, and he starts psychically talking to his pal Tien. Tien, listen to me. Thank you. And he's like, what are you talking about? Please don't forget about me. I'll miss Tien, you. Tien, I'm, I'm chirping you. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> just, got, just got my new phone at Boost Mobile. Just want to say you rock. <laughs> I've been listening to KRL on Top Artist the Suicide Watch and I have a great idea. And he glows <laughs> blue. And uh, he says, goodbye, Tien, wherever you do, don't let him kill you, and sparkles, and there's a huge pink explosion, and Chatsu is dead as shit. Also, uncharacteristically, like, a lot of viscera coming off of the explosion. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird, because Nappa is uninjured, and Chatsu is only, like, two feet tall, so where did this all come from? <laughs> it was all his little power. I, you know, I was really moved by this the first time I watched it yeah. as a kid, and I still really like it. For sure. I love Chatsu. I, I hate that he dies. Dude, it's I, sad. Coming back to what I was saying before about, like, how <laughs> gruesome the fighting is and this, and how intense it is, it's crazy that this was a show that was just on, like, daytime kids' television, and they're like, by the way, he does a uh, uh, suicide bomb bombing and everybody says wow that was really noble and great of you (laughs) oh i was thinking like do you think is there any chance you know how like dragon ball z is big in like pretty much every community in america yes is there any chance that there are like suicide bomber training camps where they're just watching this video be like be like we know for sure that uh that uh bin laden had uh naruto dvds in his compound like, for sure, he was familiar with Dragon Ball Z. He must have shown people this. Right. And he was like, Chiaotzu, your rewards, they're worth it. <laughs> they're worth it at the end. He'll be You're rewarded in heaven. Up. And then everybody's with like, so he learns dolls. the spirit bomb, right? And he's like, <laughs> yes, of course. Don't watch any further into the show. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's a show about Chiaotzu. It's the Chiaotzu show. <laughs> He learns the spirit bomb in the, the Kaioken, now. and then he kills Majin Buu, actually. I, yeah. I genuinely love Chasu though, yeah. and I wish I would like a really good figure of him. I was wearing my uh, super unofficial Born to Die Chatsu sweatshirt when I went to wash this today, and I didn't even realize. You love to see it. The perfect sweatshirt to wear for this, Katie. Dude, I love I know, this I wish... old school homie crew. Like, all of these guys are the best, right? Like, yeah, it's true. Tien, Chatsu, Yamcha, Yajirobe, fucking classics, all of them. Tien? They were... They just know how to make a fucking song, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Just great when they get together, man. After the uh, explosion, Tien thinks of all the good times they had, like when the time Chetsu held a pig and the time he waved at him. (laughs) (laughs) He goes... Yeah, what was that? <laughs> Were we supposed to recognize that? Yeah, there's, there's, his only memory is like, look, I got a pig. It, it's from Dragon Ball. Uh, <laughs> hey, and- remember Invader Zim? <laughs> Ride the pig. <laughs> no. And then Piccolo sees that he he like jihaded himself, and he's like, "Mommy." <laughs> Everybody loves that he did this. Even Vegeta's like, "Oh, pretty cool move." Cool. <laughs> it's cool to kill yourself, kids. <laughs> If you truly believe in something, you should blow yourself up for it. But Even if it didn't work, it's still cool and we respect it. Yep. What a noble and sacrifice he did. It, and it he did will be rewarded in the afterlife. It did jack shit. And they're just like, great, one more down. He, and then Tien reminds us he's gone forever because he cannot be wished back because he's already been wished back once by the dragon, a rule that will never be broken. It will never, never be broken. No, this is a hard Write pass rule. Write this down. <laughs> Killing yourself is cool, and the dragon will only bring you back once. Yeah, put this in These your copybook. It's very important. <laughs> Tien's like, I'll kill you, and he charges him, and he's trying to punch him with his one arm like the Def Leppard drummer, and he uh, is getting blocked left and right, and... Tien misses and gets knocked down a mountain. Yeah, he gets uh, not. He gets. 
He gets chopped with by Daddy. Daddy chopping, he slaps chopping block. his ass down, and Krillin's like, "I have to get in there." And Piccolo's like, "No strategy, my dude. We'll all strike at once when he attacks." And Vegeta's like, "Pretty cool plan. I like to see that plan." Yeah, Vegeta's so far away for this too. That's what I thought was funny. Is he's around equidistant with the fight, and Piccolo is just normal speaking volume. Like, yeah, we should do a coordinated attack where we all attack him. And Vegeta's like, "Good plan. <laughs> I bet it will work." <laughs> and uh, Piccolo's like, "Dude, you're so fucked. When my friend Goku gets here, you don't even know." Bro, he and goes Vegeta- off when you fuck with his friends. <laughs> He can drink so much. We don't even think it makes sense. He's fucking insane, dude. I think he's like, his dad's a cop. Dude, I wasn't there that night, but I swear to God, Yamcha one time, he went out with them to the to the, to that bar that's like owned by the Japanese mafia. Anyway, Goku put away like 80 <laughs> drinks. I swear to fucking God, Yamcha wouldn't lie. <laughs> dude, he put them all away and they just sat there patting his belly and yawning. <laughs> Fucking savage, savage. This fucking iconic flute music started playing. (laughs) 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 So, uh, Nappa fucks up Tien, and he punches him in the tummy, and he spits out a bunch, and he lays on the ground, and uh, Piccolo's like, now! And so everyone scatters, and Piccolo uh, volleyball hits him to Krillin, and Krillin volleyballs knocks him down to earth where Gohan is supposed to give him a little blasty blue. But Gohan instead whimpers, says he's too scared, and runs away like a little baby because he is a little baby. He's four years old. Yeah, he continues to be four years old for this fight. (laughs) (laughs) And he cries. A really extremely predictable exchange of events, actually, because when they're like, well, I'll hit him, Gohan's like, go! I'm too scared from what what with me watching adults die and all. Yeah, go. There's this one part where it has like a vivid like flashback to the part where Tien's hand is punched off his body, and then you can just see Gohan's eyes are like, "I'm I like my hands." <laughs> uh, Piccolo screams, "You're worthless!" And Piccolo and Krillin try to like do some little beams, and Nappa's like, "You almost had me, but you really you really fucked up your chance. So now I have to kill you." He and, does a Nappa dodge. He The beams miss him. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, time to just get our dose of Mr. Popo. You'll, you'll, you'll hate to see it. Uh, right. Mr. Popo's Take like... Take your medicine. <laughs> Popo's Colonialism, like, it's part of our past. This is a Mr. Popo segment. <laughs> uh, Popo's like, hey, Kami, you look a little miffed. And he's like... I'm going to die soon because Piccolo is going to die. And he's like, what about Goku? And he's like, he's late. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's your show now, Popo. <laughs> the show's going to really transition over. Be about the kind of stuff you're into now. Uh, Tien thinks about all the past adventures he had with Chatsu, and it really riles him up. And uh, Tien gets pissed. So he finally... Finds it with himself to do a tri-beam. Ha! Ah! And it's so impressive, but... He only has one hand. Cool move. He does move. it with one hand. You can't make a triangle with one hand. You know? You can Have you ever it. tried? I'm trying right now. It doesn't look right. It looks like... A, I'm doing it. It looks like a circle. Yep, yeah. It just doesn't work, but he figured it out. And they're like... Try it at home. Pause the tape. Pause the tape. Try it at home. You can only make teardrops. <laughs> I promise you. And then you'll imagine what the situation TNs into. <laughs> <laughs> gang gang well that explains because you know the smoke clears and Nappa's like no I'm still fine but that was nice uh, yeah good one Vegeta's like what a dumbass I told you to stay down and Krillin's like everyone's dying and I don't know what to do help us Goku help us and do you think they cut something out for this because we're supposed to know Tien shot that beam and then died yes but uh, kind of looks like he just went to sleep. Like, I actually don't think yeah, he died. No. Shot the beam. The show sometimes cuts confusingly. Like, I get why they do certain things, but that uh, you know, it's like last week where I didn't, I didn't understand that the TV camera right. crew was there. I think unless they cut this part, I feel like Tien has a fake out death first, and then he comes back. Oh. For like one last blast or something. There's like somebody's not paying attention and he takes another shot at him or something and then dies. 
fingers crossed on both of my intact hands. <laughs> um, so, you know, Vegeta's like, Goku, wait a minute. That that fucking sounds familiar to me. And uh, he's like, oh, Goku, you mean my man Kakarot? He's dead as shit. What is he going to do? And they're, you know, Gohan's like, that's my dad. And uh, <laughs> he drank 80 beers one time. Yeah. He's like, he's like a music. really big, he's big deal in the neighborhood. And uh, Vegeta's like, oh, that sounds neat. Let's give him three hours. And everyone's like, what? And Nappa goes to attack. And he's like, you're disregarding orders. And he stops in his tracks because we know who's really in charge here. They played car brakes sounds when Nappa stops, by the way. <laughs> he's flying and it's like, yeah, because we're Pickles. having fun despite all yeah. this death of dear old friends. Yeah, it's true. If you can't have fun, why kill Earthlings? Uh, Piccolo stares at crying Gohan, and Krillin's like, "Go easy on him. It's his first fight." And he's like, "Yeah, no shit." And uh, obviously, <laughs> and Piccolo thinks to himself that you know Vegeta's clearly in charge, so he's probably even more powerful, and they must be fucked. Okay, end of show. All right. Bad music plays. Bad music. Yeah. Terrible closing song. Truly an episode indicative of our time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, let's rate the episode. Do an email and get out of here. Katie, out of seven Dragon Balls. Wow, it was a pretty good episode. I was really sad about Chatsu, uh, but there was so much cool beams and stuff. Um, I was was pretty entertained. I'm going to give it a solid six out of seven. Alex. Huh, funny you say that, Katie. I'm also going to give it six out of seven. This was a top-notch episode, almost deserving of a full score. But where's Goku? He's the star of the show. I got to see more of him. (laughs) So I'm going to have to wait. Also, I don't really care if Chao Tzu dies. He's a peripheral figure to me because I never paid much attention to Dragon Ball. Sorry, Chao Tzu. I don't know what you are. That's it. Six out of seven. Yeah, I'm also going to give it six out of seven Dragon Balls. Uh, I think it's a fantastic episode full of very iconic moments. But as I said earlier in the episode, it is losing points for me. What with nobody being turned into candy. Not one person. person, Never once. Not a single All heard traditionally. All right. Email time. It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon Uh, this is from Joe Carey. Hello, Joe. Title of email, Health Concerns for our Z-Boys. <laughs> Hello, ballers. I was playing through DBZ Kakarot the other day, and after the five millionth time I threw someone through a mountain or beamed a large chunk of the landscape into dust, I got to thinking, what are the consequences of the Z-Boys breathing in all that particulate matter so often? It can't be good, good for question, them. Joe. How many times has Piccolo been diagnosed with mesothelioma or something and needed the Dragon Balls to cure him? It's not like he can afford to go to the doctor anyway. Anyways, as you can tell, unemployment and social distancing are going great so far. Keep up the fabulous work, Joseph. Well... Joseph, I mean, these are all superhumans. I think I'm more concerned about the general population of, like, Satan City. You know what I mean? Yeah, very insightful. I have really severe asthma, and it reminds me, like, I don't think they do this anymore because the science was wrong, but I don't... When I was a kid, they would do these things called ozone alerts where, like, the air was too thick for sick, pale kids to breathe, so you would have to stay inside, and I feel like it's like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, when I was a kid, I lived near a mountain range, and after that was destroyed due to epic combat, <laughs> uh, we had to move. <laughs> um, I would like to say, though, uh, I don't think Piccolo would get mesothelioma or any lung disorder because he has the regenerative quality. So I yeah. feel like any damage done to his lungs, he'd probably be able to regenerate in a gross way. Uh, which actually, I mean, I guess it could be a different thing altogether, though, because it would put, like, liquid in his lung, which is never good. I I think that Saiyans probably couldn't get cancer either. Yeah, or they get a crazy Zenkai boost from it. Right, because cancer is just when cells are, like, super boosted. Mm. So that's actually something that's, like, in their wheelhouse for them. And cell couldn't, or cell would get really bad cancer. 
cell would get really bad cancer because you'd have to destroy every cell of the cancer in order to defeat it, which actually is how normal <laughs> cancer works. <I> think. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This is an important discovery. <laughs> well, you know what? I guess all, I, everyone whose cell kills would get cancer, and everyone who defeats Gohan would not get cancer. I know masks are in short supply right now, but I think we need to rally together and send them to the Z-Boys. <laughs> right. Put your hands in the air. Like, you just really, really care. Just care. Well, I hope that answers your question, Joe. Yeah, the answer is <laughs> Thanks uh, for writing yeah, probably. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Know. Mostly the town nearby. Maybe <laughs> like 9-11 where like 10 years later people are still getting mesothelioma. <laughs> I saw Namekians celebrating in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> all, over Jersey City, all over Jersey City, folks. There were Namekians in their weighted turbans on top of buildings, dancing, watching the towers the go down. The community doesn't deny it. <laughs> the community doesn't deny it. It's just these liberals saying it didn't happen. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, plugs, Alex. Huh, well, I'm actually decided to stay inside mostly, but, um... <laughs> I'm taking a little break from stand-up. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought, uh, I could maybe take a break from stand-up and focus on other projects. So I am sound designing the, uh, script I wrote, Pedophile High School. I'm around halfway done. You can listen to the first scene on my Twitter. Um, I put that up on my birthday last week, and hopefully the full thing will be done soon. And other than that, I'm on Pod Damn America, and I'm on Twitter at Patak Jokes. That's it for me. Katie. You can find me at Twitter at, at Katie Rose or Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. There is a possibility that my job might be coming back in remote form, so please follow the pit on all social media. Keep an eye out for that. Katie and- works for SNL. Yeah, <laughs> I'm calling Joss uh, uh, the dressage horse handler, uh, and uh. <laughs> And if you want to ask KRL, send us an email and say, ask KRL in the title and we'll read it behind the paywall. That's uh, that's Amore. That's Amore. And find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder and um, check out Generation Lost, my podcast with Bernie Bohr from BB Bledis. We watch movies. And this week we watched the weird Christian propaganda film God's Not Dead. Oh, God's <gasps> not dead. He's surely alive. God's not dead. I love you're singing it like Michigan J Frog. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Yeah, dude, it's so, so weird. Horrible. Hercules and shit. Oh, man. I've watched all of those. Oh. Yeah, Hercules, <laughs> Dean Cain. Um, yeah. Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart's in the one. second one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, listen to Bryn's uh, band's new oh, album. Oh, yeah, listen it's to really Stay Inside. Good. It's very, very good. Yeah, I like, album. genuinely really uh, enjoyed it, and I can't recommend it enough. All right. All right. And stay inside, and stay inside to also. avoid the pandemic. Just kidding, don't. Go outside. Do whatever the fuck you want, man. This is America. I'm gonna, don't. You can do what you want. <laughs> I'm going to go cough in a cop's face. Yeah, go do that. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Super.